Offended. Right, right, right. I mean, so, that's, but, but, that's... but at the same time, should they not, uh, if they're saying the same thing, just different words, uh, maybe even on a completely different right. subject, should they not be held accountable to the same rules that they're trying to essentially and, and force on other people? My, my, my policy, my, my policy personally would be, would be for one of consistency. If you ban right. A, you ban, you ban B. Right. right. That, that, that said, that said, um, you again run into into nuance, and you again mm -hmm. run into who is making the the judgment about it, and and how are you doing it? Absolutely. So, for example, we want to have we want to have uh, a society where our our kids might not be exposed to a woman's breasts, right. But at the same time, we want to have, and again, obscenity or not obscenity, it depends on the, yeah, it depends on the location, right? Right. Um, Absolutely. Right. I, I, but, but on the other hand, you know, we want to be able to have educational films about breastfeeding. Right. Right. You, you, yeah. you, you know, so, so, so you come to new ones. Let me go back though onto, onto consequences. And let me also go back onto, onto capitalism. One of the things that, that infuriates people over and over again is the misunderstanding of what the First Amendment says, right? The First Amendment says that the government should not regulate speech. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, if you're on my site, if it's my bat and my ball, I get to decide whether yeah, you're out at right. first or not. Right. You can choose not to play ball anymore with me, and that's fine. Right. That's, that's your right. Neither exactly. of those things is cancel culture. That is capitalism in action. Now, hold on just one second. I, I, I just want to say, if I own the site and mm -hmm. I say, I don't like what you're doing, you can feel free to leave. And if enough mm -hmm. people leave, then, then my site is no longer economically feasible. Mm -hmm. on, the, on the other hand, on the other hand, on the other hand, there are standards of things that 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 have to be imposed yeah sure. so for example right. i i um uh, i i i'm not really very popular uh i'm, I'm not i'm not really no, I'm, I'm not popular either but but i'm not really very uh supportive of the daily stormer mm, I, I can't imagine why not daily stormer uh, it's a white nationalist forum it is oh the, oh gross it is it is the, uh, like uh, like the old storm horrible. blast crap yes yeah um, it's bad okay I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go one step further one of the great ironies of this time it, it, it's not only a white nationalist forum it's also a singles place where white nationalists can meet other white nationalists oh okay so so yeah. I'm just I'm just saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow. they, they really do have I, I I've read about that I have I have never but but anyway. Um, I, I, I do not believe, you know, I, I, I do not want to support that. Absolutely. On the other hand, I would Absolutely. not support a law that would, that would unequivocally ban them. But if it turns right. out that, that the Daily Stormer has a large forum called Let's All Kill the Jews on Tuesday at 6 p.m., that's probably a violation of, of, of well, some law, right? It would definitely be a cause a for a different line. 
it's crossing right. a line of legality. It's crossing a line, not just right. that it's offensive and so, it's wrong, but it's I, and the it, same it's thing legally goes, wrong. The same thing goes throughout a, a lot of this stuff. So, Red, let's go back to the election law and IDs and, and, and that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't want to get bogged down on the on, on the ID thing because that's not the whole of the law. We're not, I mean, that's, right. that's not the whole of the law that Georgia passed and, and people might be accepting of that, but not, you know, and again, what, what we're talking about, about the IDs, you know, may change. If, if for example, if you say that you have to have a, 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 a driver's license to vote, then you're kind of discriminating against people that don't drive, but, but that aside, but then it turns out that there's no place to get a driver's license within a hundred miles of you know these rural areas and these rural areas are ninety eight percent black or Hispanic or or whatever minor or white right that right. that that the blonde haired white people just can't get this thing and therefore can't vote, especially if it's a federal election. Now you're violating the federal law, right. and and that's that that's problematic. Right. Let me go up and say. Let me go up and say personally. I think I think we you know it's time for us to 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 scrap our arcane voting system. I think that you know that that biometrics and and, and phone is, is is just fine. I think that you know you can you can get to a or or computer. The problem that comes up with that is again, I got three computers in this room. <laughs> I only put my cover yeah. back on that one because I was going to have company. <laughs> but but uh, I mean, you know, again, um, um, if, if you if you say that and you, you you show that that by doing that you are disenfranchising a large segment of the population that doesn't have access to that, that's problematic. I mean, what we want to do is we want to have as many people vote as as possibly can. Right. And that that should be our our guiding our guiding principle. But again, there are there are laws about this. Let me also say historical perspective that in the United States we have a long and documented history of things like the poll tax, of of, right. of measures that were uh, the the state that I'm going to pick on where my daughter lives. It's a wonderful, lovely state, is North Carolina. When, when people that passed laws say on camera, yeah, we, uh, we passed these laws to make sure that, that black people don't vote, right? You know about, about, about Governor Gary? Do you know about that? Uh, I can't say I do. I don't think so. Governor Gary back in, uh, in, the, in the, uh, 19th century, um, reapportioned his, uh, state map. He drew these weird voting districts. And somebody looked at it and said, that looks like a salamander. And somebody said, it's not a salamander, it's a gerrymander. And that's the origin of, of that term. Oh, really? it's, it's just geometry, right? You can, right? you can divvy up a state, you can divvy up state voting lines so that, so that it gives one political party an unfair advantage. Right. Right. So that all the Democrats in a state, you know, the state might be 50 50, but the Democrats only get to elect 25 percent of the elected representatives and the Republicans, et cetera. That kind of stuff is, is unfair. Um, mm -hmm. There was a case recently where the incumbent 
redo the redrew the district lines right before a primary so that his opponent no longer lived in the area where he was running. <laughs> if you ever take a look at the Texas voting districts, it'll explain why Ted Cruz keeps on getting elected. You wouldn't think that Austin <laughs> would do that, but it seems that parts of Austin are in Dallas and parts are in Houston. Uh, for, for voting purposes, I mean, we, we've done those kinds of things. I, I, I think that I think that at the end of the day, stuff that most Americans would 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 agree on is just scrap that stuff, just right. scrap all the districting and 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 just you know say, you vote for the people you know in in the area that you want you want to vote for. I mean, those those things were were done for political purposes. Quote from 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 Louis Lamour, the old Western writer, about about doing things unfairly. He said, uh, "They ain't a horse that can't be rode, and ain't a rider that can't be throwed." And the simple <laughs> thing is, no matter what the mechanism is, somebody can figure out a way to game it. Oh yeah. Welcome welcome to life. I mean, you know. No matter what, it is never going to be foolproof. It is never going. To, I mean, we're human. We screw up. We make mistakes, you know, some on purpose, some not. And so there's always going. I think what people forget is there's always going to be a human aspect to it. Right. And that's just the and, way it is. You and, can do and the fallibility, best. fallibility is one thing. Fallibility is one thing. I'm just going to say that the cheating is another. Oh, absolutely. Right? And, and it, yeah, and it becomes obvious. I'm going to go back to the original thing, my, my original mea culpa, my, my confession about about telling jokes that, that even by the, the standards of that day were, were inappropriate. Mm -hmm. You knew that they, I mean, I don't want to go old Jiminy Cricket, but you knew they were inappropriate because you didn't tell that joke about Bob's group when Bob was around. Right. Right. If you, if you find yourself whispering the joke, you probably shouldn't tell it, at exactly. least not in the office. Right. I mean, so, so those kinds of things, I mean, we know about that. Let's take the case of Louis C.K. All mm -hmm. right. And, and Louis C.K., you know, exposing himself to, to people and, uh, that's not open to negotiation. That's right. not open to, I thought it was okay. Right? I mean, we, we kind of, you know, if you're, if you're over the age of four, you know to pull your pants up, right? I mean, that's yeah. just, you know, that's just, just the way it is. Right. Um, so, you know, with that said, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that we talk about with, with cancel culture, I mean, I get it if, you, if, you're, if you're on one side, you know, there are things that are complicated. Again, a, a boycott of South Africa, yay, we're, we're fighting apartheid. A boycott of Israel, BDS or Israel, hmm, got to think about that one. Um, you know, I, I do believe that there are certain principles in, in America that, that, that really make sense, right? Mm -hmm. uh, no shouting fire in a crowded movie theater. Um, those those kinds of things. Uh, look, I was watching, um, I, I was watching the the demonstrations out of uh, out of Minnesota last night, mm -hmm. 
and um, I understand about about being angry. I, I understand that. I mean, seriously, um, it is probably, you know, how do you explain how bad things are in America in 2021? We had to interrupt the coverage of the trial of a police officer who shot an unarmed black man to talk about a police officer who shot an unarmed black yeah, man no, no. Yeah. 10 miles away, right? Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, that's where we are. I understand that. But but I'm going to go on the other side. I mean, nobody thinks that that, um, that that throwing a soda can at the police is okay. Nobody's like, well, you know, I'm sorry, I thought it was free speech, right? I mean, th that's that's not that, that's not in, yeah. in, a, in our lexicon. You may feel that you have no op no other option to make your voice heard than that, and I get that. I know the the Martin Luther King, you know. A, a, a riot, a, a riot is a demonstration that that you're you're unheard, that that there's no other way to do that, and and I, and I understand that, it's still not okay. You know exactly. that you know that you are violating the laws. Let me also go back and and say this. Um, I think January sixth was a turning point in America, and I, and I said that in in my last presentation that it was a wake up call for us, right? And 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 you have to look at, at some of the social media and what is free speech and what is not free speech. And that's where it comes comes into this. Um, uh, yes, great question about you know about about not offended by the same thing. And 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 uh, let let me let me speak on that. But let me go back to January sixth yeah, for a second. There's stuff that it does not require nuance. Spraying bear spray at Officer Sicknick is not something that I thought it was okay. No. In, in no one's lexicon, you know, no one's no one's mind. Do you, do you think that's okay? Let me let me address the issue about what's offensive and what's not offensive. And I don't mean to to dodge that community standards thing, but there's stuff that contributes to harm. There's stuff that, that we all can agree on or that most of us can agree on, um, you know, most of us, right? And, and I, I reference this about reduction to the ridiculous, about picking out one thing that's, that's at the extreme and, and focusing on that. Let, let me just say that um, if something is, is harmful, if you are advocating violence towards another group, if you are advocating um, you know, people that advocate rape, uh, uh, whether whatever form it is in online. There's that. the The other part is the other part that I think is a governing principle, is 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 capitalism. Which is to say, which is to say, if if you um, if the majority of people in the United States are willing to support something and a minority aren't, well, that's that's majority rule, right? Unfortunately. There's, there's stuff that has to be legally done. Um, I don't care whether, whether, you know, some particular community, um, you guys, you guys know that, that child pornography is, is not illegal in St. Petersburg, Russia, right? You knew that. I didn't know it, but it doesn't surprise me. 
Unfortunately. All right. So, so St. Petersburg has got a has got a a, a a nice little industry of of you know it's it's not it's not for them. It's if you have a server that's serving child pornography, and it's yeah. in it's in St. Petersburg, you can't you know. So so I'm just going to say that if I say I'm barring child pornography or I'm barring servers that have an IP address or a range in St. Petersburg because I think that they, they, they might be hosting this or, or I know that they are, that's not cancel culture, guys. I mean, let's, let's be real about this. Right. If I say that Louis C.K. has offended me and I don't want to watch his show, that's not cancel culture. All right. If you say, I think Louis C.K. is still funny. In fact, I think he's even funnier now. I just wish he wasn't wearing pants all the time. And you want to and you want to vote for him with your pocketbook. He did pay-per-view. He did, you know, online and, and blew, right. blew through all kinds of records on that. Right. The law isn't stopping him from doing that. I just have the right to say I don't want to host him on my site. Right. Right. But now, with that being said, uh, there are so many people, and I'm going to I'm going to uh, utilize both sides of the pol uh, political spectrum here. The left is going to say, "Hey, I don't like what the right is saying, so we need to shut them down." But yet, if the right says that, it's the the left is screaming fascism, fascism. You're a fascist when you're trying to s totally shut down what red. Red, where are we shutting them down? If you're if, if you're saying it's on if you're saying it's Twitter rules or if you're saying I'm not, it's Facebook rules, I'm not talking. I'm not, I, the, I'm not talking anything the, on social media. I'm talking period in general. I, there is such an uproar when a conservative will say something, and, and if it doesn't go with someone else's agenda, they 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 lose it, right? However, if the tables are turned. It, it gets deemed racist or, or labeled something or, or they'll are, say, are you hey, saying that, you know, are you saying that are you saying that the words racist hurt you not at all okay and, and because because, because I'm I know not, I'm not, again, I'm, again again I'm, I'm distinguishing between two things there are no laws pro prohibiting prohibiting you know offensive that type of offensive speech there are no laws in that but if I own the social media platform, I'm, I'm not basically, talking social right. media. Basically, here. what I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm basically in, what I'm in, saying is, is you can't come into, you can't make me have you come into my house and insult me. You can stay in your house and insult me all you want, but you can't come into my house. Now, if you say, yeah, but but Larry, you got a much nicer house. First of all, you'd be wrong, but but second of all, <laughs> but but second of all, that's the way economics works. I mean, again, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back and say, Donald Trump got kicked off of Twitter. But but, think, but the federal government didn't shut him down. Correct. The big right? thing is is that we forget. Like there is there is a difference. Like. When I talk about cancel culture, when I mention cancel culture, um, much like we've been, all of us have been talking about, like it's very nuanced and it's very semantics because words do matter. Yeah. But the thing is, is like you said, you know, I can choose whether or not I want this to come into my home. I can choose whether or not I turn the TV on or I go on Twitter or Twitch or any other social media platform. They can 
decide whether or not they want whatever I'm promoting on their channel or on their platform. But the big thing, at least for me is, is like, when I talk about cancel culture, I mean, it, it's very nuanced because you can't, much like with many other things, you can't paint it with a broad brush. You can, but it there, it's so nuanced. Much if, like, if I go to see a comedian and the comedian makes a joke about pedophilia, I'm probably walking out. Mm -hmm. And I probably won't pay to see that person again. And I'll tell all my friends not to go see that person. And that's okay. Which is your right to do. If that same comedian makes a joke about racism, my reaction might be the same on that or will be the same on that. But um, not everyone that agreed with me on the first thing, well, pedophilia is wrong, but, but racism is okay because that was funny. Just, just say it. And, and, right. And, Some and people let might me, not uh, see it the same. You know, way. I will. Uh, I will. I, I mean, there, there, there are jokes to be said on on, on both sides of that. Um, but, 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 but that said, um, again, you know, what we're talking about when we we're talking about cancel culture is is where is it being canceled? Mm -hmm. If you know, the means of the means of of communication today are, are privately owned. Right. right. I mean, Twitter's a company. Twitch is, is you know, part of Amazon. Right? Um, right. If you if you come out and say, well, it's not fair. Jeff Bezos is, is you know, has more more gold than, than you know, than, than is imaginable. Um, and he owns Amazon and, and he doesn't like my opinion. Well, he could really care less if you, if you like his opinion or not, because I, I mean, I, I just look at right. that and say it's it's billionaires fighting with trillionaires, right? Those those are things that I, I think are nuanced. When you get into Mitch McConnell's position about just send money, and I'm not talking about political contributions, I think Mitch is a hundred percent wrong, and I would vote against it. I think that that the the that corporations can have whatever opinion they want and should really state what their opinions are or, or don't have to, but, but, right. but that's fine. I just don't think they should be able to give money to politicians. Right. Well, and the thing is too, is that like, you know, it, it, the, the cancel culture, you know, it, it can go for politics. It can go for, you know, pretty much anything having to do with humans in general. Like, and like I said before, like there is a big difference between accountability and trying to cancel somebody out completely, not just cancel them so their voice isn't heard. But I mean, you go to deplatforming to all sorts of things. If you try to completely cancel somebody's opinion, now let, let me, if they're uh, being let me, let me, illegal, let me push, that's different. Let me push back on that and say we live in an age, particularly it, it's it's funny in this year of 2021, there are more alternatives. There are more alternative platforms. So if you say oh, that yeah. somebody has been canceled off of Twitter, well, there's Gab. There's there's so many right? different I mean, things. Yeah. I, yep. And 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 I and I think that that again that that's that's a, a real difference. I think mm -hmm. you know I I think that when when we're talking about about it being canceled, I, let, let's go back to it happened on Mulberry Street, Dr. Right. Zeus' book, right? 
I, I read I read that book to both of my kids. I, I, I'm from New York originally. You know, you can certainly hear my New York accent when I say certain words. It's a quarter. Right. Right. I went to the library. Um, that 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 said, you know, I read that to both of my kids, and 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 I don't believe that it it it. it I don't believe it was a terrible thing. On the other hand, you look at some of the images of the stereotypes, and 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 I I, I find it offensive. When when the the estate of Doctor Doctor Zeus, the Theodore Gazelle says we don't want to sell this anymore, that's their right. And when people mm -hmm. say, "Oh, that's cancel culture," because I want to read it, well, go read it. They didn't make all the copies disappear. The right. thing still exists. You know, you, you can go find it. I just don't want to sell it anymore. Right. I run and into this right. all the time. I run into this all the time um, where where where. A particular store asks for one of my games, and either for you know contractual reasons, um, you know some of my IP is licensed, some of it, it it just doesn't work. But beyond that, I have the right to say this is mine, and I don't want to sell it there. Mm -hmm. If if that decision, I've never made a political decision on that. I but but I, I'm not ruling out that that day could come. Right. If if the Daily Stormer says to me. If the you know if if, if kkk.org or whatever their website is or whatever says hey we're opening up a new games division and we want to put some of your games on there it's just going to be no yeah and and, and I and I and I don't have, and again I'm I'm not trying to get I'm not trying to make it ridiculous I'm just simply saying to you that that what we're talking about about canceling the person that that really doesn't happen. Louis C.K. made more money on his own than he was making touring before. Mm. On the other hand, I will say Bill Cosby committed, you know, crimes and and um, I, I mean, here's a here's a thing for you that I, I saw recently that you know that um, there's there's a, a a sentiment that that women claim rape to be to be famous, but nobody can name the 60 victims that came up against Bill Cosby. That said, Bill Cosby's job, the Bill Cosby show was he was America's dad. Yeah, that kind of went away. Right. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. that's, that's not something that we on the left did to him. That's something that, now, to Red's point, and, and I get it, if, if you say that, well, it's, the, the playing field isn't level, that that there are perhaps more people that that feel this way. If if you say that that the tech bros that control a lot of the media today are, are lean towards the left rather than the right, yeah, that's probably the way it is. I'm going to go back and point out to you that at one time William Randolph Hearst was the biggest media mogul in America, and he was a, a right leaning bigot. Mm. That's that's just the way it is. The only thing that I can say is that is that while that's that's offensive, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably wind down, and I, I do want to take questions, and I do want, but I just want to I just want to as as a summary say what what I hope people in our audience got from tonight. One is that we had a civil debate. Uh, Red and I, Red and I feel very different. I mean, you used the word respect at the very beginning of it. Um, you know, whatever else that, whatever differences there may be between us, Red. One thing is we have the same barber. 
<laughs> Very so, good one so at that. I, I mean, that's that you know that that's that's part of we do have that that civil debate, mm -hmm. um, and and that's that's what's what's important. Um, if you approach with respect, it will not be a hundred percent of the time, but but very often the person will engage will will engage in a in a in a debate in a, in, a, in a forum with you. Sometimes if you find out about the other person, right, we've, we've talked about gun control a couple of times and I, I'm going to bring up my friend. I'll give a shout out to, to Brian Bruning. Um, uh, Brian's been a, been a good friend of mine for, for many years. Um, I, you know, I'm glad that Brian brought up that he's a gun owner. Um, I, you know, I, I, it, it's, it's funny, you know, that, that, that comes up. That said, one of the things that's missing in America today is the desire to achieve consensus. The majority of, of NRA members agree on the, the same principles about ID checks, about you know background checks. Um, how much could we eliminate? How, you know, how many lives could we save if we said, if you've committed a felony, you shouldn't be able to buy a gun anywhere, whether it's it's at a show or not. You know, you, you shouldn't. Okay, shouldn't so be able to. I, I, I want, I'm sorry. I, I want to interject uh, to yep. those who have never been to a gun show. Do not assume that it is easy to just walk into some big gun show and buy a gun because it's not. A good and, portion and, and of depends, the sellers it depends there, on, on what state and and often often the the exceptions that are done are violating the rules of both the show and about the state laws right, right. Most, most of the states that I have visited and been to gun shows at uh, most of the most of the people selling there are they have the 4473 which is the federal background check which is done by the yep. ATF um, Yep. religiously and and I used to sell firearms uh, for a gun store so that these aren't uh, you know um, yeah, yeah. more often than not the criminals are getting these guns private sale off the streets and that's something that unless you take guns completely away uh, in theory it's not ever so, going to stop so one of the sources I mean again um the, there's 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 a body of evidence on this and this is stuff that this is right. stuff again this discussion is exactly what we should be having there, there are there are a number of, of gun shops. I believe that they, they usually have six that contribute to the majority of illegal firearms. And what they do is they use straw dogs. They'll they will they will sell the guns right. to Mexico, and the guns will then be shipped back right. to the United States for illegal. I, we we and, know that right. And those those are exactly those happen. are exactly the kinds of things read that that you and I could sit down and and go right. through on a, on a you know a new this would be the benefit of of doing this most right. of the stuff most of the stuff isn't isn't doesn't require even new laws it, re, it, right. it requires enforcement of of the current laws and, right. and i say to people i mean i say to people look i'm not trying to to stop a hundred percent of them right. but if i could save one life i'm i'm okay with that i'm you know uh, that that seems to make sense to me again it's reaching consensus through debate, right? right. And and the, the the kernel of that is 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 always respect. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. 
I don't need to be on shows where I mean I'm 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 glad that you and I have have well reasoned and respectful disagreements. I don't need to be on. <laughs> I don't need to be. No, no, I don't need to be in an echo chamber. Right. I Absolutely. don't. Exactly. Yep. Right. I mean that's the problem with the algorithm on social media that that you know that it's going to show me more things that will right. if I'm if I'm to the left it's going to push me further to the left yep. and if I'm to the right it's going to push me further to the right and it and that's that true throughout I mean that's it, it, stuff that's stuff that we can talk about and again when you talk about about these corporations I mean it's not governed under first amendment but I think that we can talk about I think that we can talk about the most good for the most people. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and those are things that, that by and large, um, Americans can, can agree on. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? Yes. I, I, th that is, you're 100% you're correct on that. Uh, unfortunately, something I have noticed, I've noticed a very disturbing trend um, uh, talking about social media is you're right. If you follow one thing, it'll steer you further that direction or this direction or up or down or left or right, whatever. And unfortunately that is breeding uh, more extremism, uh, which as you know, Larry, we at beyond barriers are trying to combat on a regular basis. And uh, it's, it's unfortunate. And this, and this is where uh, we can start dismantling uh, the, the, the ties of extremism is by this open dialogue when the, general public can tune in and they can ask questions. And that's one thing I love about being able to talk like this, because uh, let's face it, this isn't, this isn't uh, a common occurrence every day. Uh, right. When, when I was, when I was on, on that, that, that show, and I know you guys have linked to it when I talked about my, my involvement with beyond barriers, it's, it's funny. One of the things I, I didn't get. So, so I was, I was hosted on a show with with a rabbi and a, and a Jewish you know nice. media commentator out here in Las Vegas and they and they both said why are you talking to neo nazis and i said i'm not i'm talking to former neo nazis to, to begin mm -hmm. with i said but 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 i said uh, again you know the 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 answer to extremism is not silence is is not you know that 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 just right. drives people in more but exactly. but I, <laughs> a, after the show was over i said to them you know you you're asking the wrong question mhm mm you shouldn't be asking me as a Jew, why am I talking to, to, to former neo-Nazis? You should say, wow, what didn't I understand about former neo-Nazis that they're willing to talk to a Jew? Exactly. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and you know, um, I, I want to kind of go on record as to say thank you to, first of all, to everybody who's tuned in and, and, and putting up our jibber-jabber. It's, it's amazing. Uh, the, the fact that all these people uh, show up and, and, and listen to us, it's amazing. And, and Larry, I, I love our conversations, man. Uh, regardless of the fact, whether we agree, disagree, or even meet in the middle, it, yep. It, it's, you know, if, if nothing else, it helps one another learn something from someone else, right? And... We, we've said it more than once tonight, and it does come back to respect. And it comes back to we don't have to agree 100% on everything. We can still be respectful, and we can still love one another as human beings. And this open dialogue is, uh, I, I feel, step number one through ten even. <laughs> you know, that is uh, a major part that is missing uh, in our society. Uh, uh, do we have do we have do we have enough time? I I've got more energy than I thought I would. Um, do we have enough time to to take some questions? 
I, I, um, I, I have a few more minutes uh, available. Acacia, I, I don't see uh, on here. Um, you know what, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're hearing us, uh, Acacia, do we have a little bit more time or how, where are we yeah, sitting? Yeah, we, we've got more time. I mean, technically, we have as much time so, as we want so to take. I see Wings and Halo saying we have all this happening with cancel culture. But the big question I have is, is how do we change this trend and realize that not everyone is offended by the same thing and by catering to one, you offend another. First of all, I just want to say I'm offended by that quite No, no, I'm, 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 I'm not. <laughs> but, but no, I think, I think that, that that's okay. a great question. And I, I, I think that, I think that at the, at the core of it, um, I, I really and truly do believe that if you take a, a completely diverse audience and you showed them a hundred statements, they wouldn't agree on on and ask them to judge offensive, non-offensive. I I don't think that they would agree on a hundred percent of the time. Right. But boy, I I bet you that they'd agree on more than fifty percent. I okay. I think that they would look at that. I think that they would look at at you know. Let me give you an example. Just just one. It's and it's it, it won't offend anyone using this as an example. The 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 stereotype picture of the the Chinese fellow from from Mulberry Street from the the Doctor Zeus book, that that had you know, buck teeth and and had you know. I think that if you showed that to a hundred people, 75 percent would go, yeah, that's offensive. Maybe it would be higher than that. Maybe it would be ninety percent. I, I think that those those kinds of things. I go back to um, some of the stereotypes of of African Americans. If you showed that to people today, and again, it it may not have been offensive in in nineteen or eight, but in twenty twenty one, yeah, we we pretty much we pretty much agree on that stuff. So I I just I, I think that that's I think that that's part of it, and I also think that that we just. We, we, we've kind of come to court decisions on that, on, on community standards, all right? What is offensive in Alabama might not be offensive in Michigan. What is offensive in Michigan might not be offensive in Alabama. And, and, and so, and so you, you, you have those, those standards. But truly, I think that we, um, we, 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 we have, you know, look, um, I won't tell you what I think of, of Tucker Carlson. Um, hypocrite is, is the least of it, but yeah, we probably won't see eye to eye on that one. On the the left, yeah. Most people on the left aren't saying the government should ban Tucker Carlson. The statement of if you're a sponsor of his show, I won't buy your product is the same thing that leads people to pay for the sponsorship in the first place. It's the corollary of it saying, well, I want to appeal to this audience. So right. I'm going to advertise on a show that, that appeals to it. I, I mean, I, I think that that's capitalism in, in action. You vote with your pocketbook. Yeah, essentially, yeah. But that's, um, again, that's, that, you know, I, I just want to distinguish between, you know, the, the we've talked about boycott and cancel culture. I just want to distinguish between you don't have to buy everything. Correct. I'm and probably it, it, not going to buy choice. the pillow guy's pillows, right? I mean, that's just, now, to be honest with you, I wasn't going to buy his pillows anyway. Anyway, <laughs> but but I mean, you know, it, it it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. But 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 that said, um, 
I think I think that that's I think that that's okay. I don't think that we should try to fix that. Right. And we have one another question here. Uh, somebody asked for our listeners that aren't able to view this. Can you address the vigilante aspect of cancel culture? Many people believe movements such as Me Too are a positive force for change. But as we have seen, for example, with the Amber Heard Johnny Depp scandal, the facts, quote unquote, that make the media often don't tell the whole story. Now, this so, person also said that's not his favorite example, but it does illustrate what he's trying to ask. No, and 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 I'll and I'll take that I'll take that up. I I think again. Um, at, at, before the show began, I, I told a, a, a quote from Mark Twain that, that Mark Twain said there are three kinds of lies: a lie, a damn lie, and a statistic. And 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 that that said tongue in cheek, but but I think, for example, I, I don't I I'm, I'm not I'm I don't really follow um, the the I, I know vaguely about 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 Johnny Depp, and I think there's there's two things on there. One is. Um, it is difficult to prove to prove that abuse didn't happen, um, and it is it is difficult to prove that uh, abuse did happen. Um, in um, in religious law, and it, it, it was Sharia law um, at, at one time, and I, I don't I, I don't, again I'm, I'm not an expert on this, but but I, I do know that there was this part that. Um, a, an accusation of rape was was only considered justifiable if there was a witness to it. Mm -hmm. Let me rephrase that: if there was a male witness to it, because you know women couldn't testify in court. And again, I, I don't want to get into reduction to the ridiculous. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. But I think when you look at the statistics, the majority of times that somebody is is accused of 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 abuse, that there is a preponderance of, of evidence on that. Does, does that you know? Does that mean that it's it's a thousand percent true? No, and and, and that's why I, I picked the Fatty Arbuckle case by intent right. because here was somebody that was accused of rape, and there was an overwhelming amount of evidence that it didn't happen. Correct. That, you know that, that, and beyond that, there was there were trials. That, you know. Uh, if, after three chances to try to convict the guy, if you if the last one resulted in the jury issuing an apology to him, then you were probably wrong. Um, right. I, 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 I picked that. I picked that with this question in mind. Um, I think that that the majority of times um, these accusations tend to be founded. Mm -hmm. The difficult part comes in. The difficult part comes in um, distinguishing between consensual and and non-consensual, and that's one of those. That's one of those. Were you there? Um, that said, fortunately, I don't have to be the judge or the jury in in that, right? Right. Um, right. Uh, again, you know, it's uh, it. it well, what was I her name? Lorena Bobbitt. Was, was her oh, name yeah. Lorena Bobbitt? That um, uh, uh, that the the polite yeah. term that <laughs> emasculated um, her husband. Yes. Um, yes. I believe his last words were a little bit off the top, please. Uh, <laughs> um, 
you're gonna, oh, shoot. You're going to have to have me back from my from my humor show. But right? yes. But, but <laughs> said, why did that case? Why did that case get so much coverage? The the reason that the case got so much coverage is because there are thirty thousand incidents of domestic you know, of domestic violence in America every every year, and yet those on the other side could hold up this one example and say, well, women do it too. Okay. Right. Um, we've had the case of, of Tawana Brawley back in, in New York. And it, it, it's not the only one, but, but certainly these are rare who, who claimed she was raped and was, and branded. I mean, there was a, there was a whole backstory and, and it was made up out of whole cloth. Again, those are the exception. Let's not try to fix something that isn't broken 99.9% of the time. Right. Hope that's well, a, a fair, a fair, uh, a yeah. fair example. Of the <laughs> I think uh, what Scott was saying, he said, who is right or wrong is not really the relevant, isn't what he was asking. It's pretty much that vigilantes don't wait for trials or testimony. They just so act on what they think they know or what they've been told. And I will say this, and then I'll let you speak, Red and uh, mm -hmm. Larry, is that there's a difference between saying, you know what, I choose not to buy this product for myself, or I choose not to watch this actor or this actress. I choose mm -hmm. not to do this or that. But when, for me at least, when you try to either cancel out history, you try to cancel out the person and not, you know, it, it, like I said, and we've talked about this earlier there's so many nuances if you are right. deliberately trying to cancel a person meaning they can't get a job anywhere like to sum it up we are all humans we all have a choice as to whether or not we want right. to watch something whether we want to enter our house or not or whether we want to support it um for me at least when we try to take history away and when we try to um, literally make it so that a person can't survive because we don't agree with them, not necessarily because they actually did something wrong. There's a difference. You know, there are consequences to our choices, to the things that right. we decide to do. And we, whether that's good or bad, we have to, we have to, we have to know that every choice we make will have a consequence. Me Absolutely. choosing to have this show, people might not agree with me and people might be like, you know what? I, I'm not going to watch you because you're crap. Okay, that's your choice. Um, or because somebody had a past, you know, Red's got a past, I've got a past, everybody's got a past. And if they choose to judge me because of that, that's their choice. But the problem right. I see with it, where it comes in, is that we have a lot of society, especially here in America, but everywhere, that because I don't agree with you, you are no, you are the enemy. It becomes an us versus them. And that for me at least is where it irks me to no end of this cancel culture and yeah. how it's like you suddenly are not a human being because I don't agree with you. You know, and I've seen that, uh, I think the media, plays a huge part in that and now and, and bear with me as I stumble through this and, and um, 
there used to be a thing as unbiased journaling, at least so it appears. Okay, I, I think that, <laughs> yeah, uh, I know where you're going. <laughs> right, uh, right. <laughs> now, um, the, the other thing that I think drives, that is a driving factor with some of this vigilantism and, and, and so forth um, does come from social media. There, there, there are uh, sometimes news stories uh, or, or, or stories in general that are shared that maybe all the facts aren't presented, whether it's to try to fit a narrative or not. Sometimes it's somebody posting something without knowing all the facts. I know I myself have been very guilty of that um, on a very regular basis. And I know there's people that call me out on it all the time. And you know what? I'm glad they do because that helps me learn, right? Um, you, you know, so I, I think if we can, as, as a whole, okay, I, I don't give two shits about the political spectrum at this point, but as a society, as a whole, as a, as a people can agree on something, it, it, you know, to, to be factual in what we're saying, right? Um, to, you, this could really go down a rabbit hole that I'm not going to go down, but uh, yeah. So, so let me, let me, um, let me bring up two points. Um, first of all, more immediate, um, read uh, about that, um, that, that apolitical and unbiased journalism. I'm only 65, so I don't remember that. Um, <laughs> let me go back and, and tell you, here's a, a quote. I don't know if it's true, but it, it may be apocryphal. I mentioned William Randolph Hearst. Um, so uh, yeah, the American <laughs> warship, the Maine, blew up in Havana Harbor. Yes. And um, we don't know to this day whether it was a boiler room explosion or something more insidious. Um, right. And, and I believe this is an apocryphal story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Supposedly, Hearst said to the reporter, uh, the, his man on the ground in Cuba, he said, um, uh, get, me, get me the pictures for the war. And uh, the reporter said, um, you know, how do you know that there's going to be a war? And Hearst responded saying, you get me the pictures and I'll get you the war. Ugh. That might have been, that might have been an apocryphal story. Um, but right. um, I suggest you look at the Gulf of Tonkin incident um, with uh, the USS Maddox and, and what we know to be the facts. And, and that got us into the second longest war in American history, um, you know, prior to, prior to Afghanistan, right? So, so um, right. Th that, that said, I mean, I, I do not believe it. I also want to point out that there's an element not of political correctness. It, it, it's not that, but there's an element of our prurient interests. See, the thing about rape is it makes a great story. Unfortunately, right. a lot of people. And you know what the that. you know what the oldest saying in the newspaper business is. Uh, the the oldest saying in the newspaper business is, if it bleeds, it leads. Right, and sensationalism sells, unfortunately, and uh, oftentimes exactly. with that, you know, un unfortunately, uh, that can lead to it, misinformation it, being if, passed. If I'm not going to use the term. If we can show a, if we can show a good-looking woman. And we have blood. Oh, I mean, that's that's like you know, 
Right. Oh yeah, I, absolutely. You're not wrong. Uh, you know, so, uh, it's, it's no different than in Hollywood or on TV uh, for for that matter. Sex. The other sells, thing that right. I was going to say, and and I don't mean to to, to challenge my lovely host right. on this, but about people's lives being destroyed. Um, how many millions of dollars does Johnny Depp have left? Do you think he needs five bucks from me? See, I'm not, <laughs> but I'm not talking personally. I'm not talking about the I, I ones know, in but, Hollywood. But, but, but you are. But, I, I understand what you're saying. But but again, I mean, we we talk about this and we say, well, I don't want to see people's lives being destroyed. But if I ask you to show me where somebody's lives were destroyed, I mean, there are cases. There are oh, cases I of people. Who've been driven to suicide? There, are, there are cases. Yep. But but if you if you take a look at, you know, Fatty Arbuckle died at age forty six. He never worked again after this, and he he, he died at age forty six. I want to say from a heart attack, which may have been caused by the fact that he was Fatty Arbuckle, not slim and healthy Arbuckle, right? right. <laughs> I'm just saying. That, that's um, probably more due to health concerns than it would be cancel culture. But, but anyway, go but, ahead. But. But but again, you know, again, when when we start talking about 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 this, I mean, I can I can offer plenty of cases. Jeez, I mean, after the accusations started coming out on 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 heart, I, you know, I teach a lot of cult classes in Jewish culture, and I, I always say this that you know if 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 you wanna if you wanna claim Albert Einstein and Sigmund Freud, you know, you get to get those. But you also end up with with Harvey Weinstein and and, and Epstein in there, right. and the, the now late Bernie Madoff with all your money, Bernie. Um, uh, you know th that that it's all part of that that package deal. If you if you start looking at at the other side of it about people, we knew that they were bad and toxic, mm -hmm. and yet their careers went on for for years for for decades. Right. I think that. They're Far more of of them than than the people you can say were right. were injured by by cancel culture. Just 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 putting that out. There. Well, and that's 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 why I make the distinction between Hollywood figures being quote unquote canceled and your average everyday person being canceled. Because I have known people that have been canceled because of their past that uh, no longer and you absolutely. and you know that. And, and right. you know what? I will just say, I will just say, it just sucks to be poor and and, and disenfranchised in America. It does. And, and 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 that I mean that's that's true for everybody. Um, right. That said, I I want to I want to I want to say something that is uh, yeah. a, a kind of bridge thing. Um, and Red, this is really this is really for you. I, I have been working. I have I I'm, I'm in the games industry. Everybody knows that. Right. I have been involved in. In speaking out and and not not I say speaking out as though it was something radical, but about talking about the politics of games, about yeah. talking about you know what do we what what what's the impact of this? What do we learn from this? Um, right. There's that you know there's that Fallujah game out now. Um, that's that that's uh, six days in Fallujah. So something something along oh, those. Oh yeah, yeah. That, another one you're that talking That people about. are saying you know this game shouldn't be sold, and and my my feeling is more or less on that you're right i'm certainly not going to buy it but um right. but what should dictate that is just don't don't buy it right right i mean that you know if, if it's not violating standards and i haven't played it enough to know if it's but if it's not violating standards it, right the, the first political the first overtly political game that i worked on was in 2004 um 
shout out to my, my friends over at Stardock, was the political machine. Okay. Right. And uh, it was the first of a series. Every four years, Stardock does the political machine. And it's a political simulation game. It, it has mm -hmm. some, some really interesting stuff. Um, um, it has it has sliders and what are popular. It, it, that's really? it. It's, it's, you're, you're running I'm, from. I'm actually okay. kind of intrigued now. But anyways. Yeah. And, 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 and really, it's, it, give, give a shout out on that. It's, it's an interesting thing. It's worth learning about. Um, that said, since that time, I have been involved as as the liberal coming on into conservative sites and i will say mm -hmm. this whether it's a quality of my personality because i am at the end of the day charming um <laughs> but 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 you know for whatever it is whether it's the fact that i approach it with respect whatever the the thing is i have been welcomed far more I, I can't tell you I mean it would be it would be less than the fingers of, of one hand of the time people have said no we don't we don't agree with you we're not going to have you on as a guest or as a speaker um, right I, I, what what I what I have found um, in more cases is um, when, when my liberal friends find that I don't agree with them a hundred percent that they're not that they dismissive or that they cancel me by any means right. that they're shocked about that um mm -hmm. i uh, i don't don't care yeah. much for for ronald reagan but but one quote of his that I, I use fairly often is um it's not what liberals don't know that gets them in trouble it's what they don't know that they don't know yeah um that that said i, I i'm gonna hammer home just one last point at 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 755 um some 14 hours, 7.56 now, uh, so four, 14 hours after my day started uh, today. But um, I, I think that, that one of the truths that the algorithm on social media really hides is that on the majority of stuff that is really important, we all agree. And I don't mean even just Americans. I mean worldwide the stuff that is really value you know centered i think the majority of us agree in that um i i said that was going to be the last point i have one other thing i have a i have a buddy um i, I don't know if i if i told told you this we had used this the scary word about about marxist culture once before that right. um i'm first generation american my my father was was born in in russia it wasn't it was even before the soviet union um my father was born in czarist russia he came over to the united states in 1911. my grandfather came over to the united states in 1908. he had fled a siberian labor camp my my grandfather's name in yiddish was yankel the anarchist was jack the anarchist Oh, wow. uh, Jack the Red, all right, and and his his uh, appreciation of Marxism came from the fact that he grew up in a society um, where there were still serfs, mm. where where people were were bought and, and sold, right? right. So so you know, when you when you look at, at at the origins of you know of Russian communism or Chinese communism or Cuban communism, you have to understand what what went before that and mm -hmm. if you if you look at that and you say 
well, you know, Russian communism was 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 pretty awful, and certainly and certainly, um, um, as as I've pointed out, we didn't do too well under Stalin. Um, right. That wasn't that wasn't a great trade up for us, right? No. Um, they're still finding mass graves that are left over from from that area. You talked right. about about Cambodia and about Pol Pot, right? right. Uh, again, I mean, not a good thing. But that you have to look at history as, as the ebb and flow. When you study history, one of the things that you will find is that there really, really has been progress. And that, that things that we look at as, as being terrible right now probably aren't so bad in the grand scheme of things. Um, I, I say this about COVID and I do not mean to, 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 to treat this lightly but but and, and I'm certainly if you you know I've been I, I've had my, my my two shots of Pfizer and uh, that wasn't enough for me so I also had a flu shot on top of it you know I figure uh, suspenders and a belt um, can't can't hurt right um, that said as as awful as this global pandemic has been let's just remember that during the Black Death one quarter of France died so. Mm -hmm. Things are progressing, and and we should we should bear that in mind. The the as we as we talk about people, on the stuff that really matters. Most of us would agree on on what's important. Right. No, I I, I would agree with that. Like it's it's a lot of it is about finding the common ground. Um, I know somebody mentioned you know about uh you know so where was it? Sorry. Um. You know, asking, you know, well, because most of the time cancel culture gets the bad guy, we should tolerate the few that get hurt. No, it's more about. Um, yeah, that's that's not the American system of justice either. Um, that, that's that's. Uh, here's a here's a quote. Here's a quote that I saw recently, and, and I kind of like this. Um, the difference between a liberal and a conservative. Um, a liberal wants to feed 100 people because one of them might be starving. A conservative wants to deny food to a hundred people because one of them might not be starving. I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. I don't know if I, I agree like, with it I, either. I don't know if I agree with that either. Um, but but I, I do think that um, I do think that that what underlies that is we should err on the side of forgiveness. Gotcha. That's what I think is the is is, is the uh, important piece to grab from it. And, and I, I think so. I think, you know, a lot of times, you know, and I really appreciate you coming on because obviously, yeah, we do agree yes. on a lot of different fronts and there's other fronts that we're just not going to agree on, or we agree with certain aspects of it and that's right. okay. But the fact that, you know, and there's even things, yeah, both Red and I probably tend to lean more on the conservative side, but there's still things that he and I wouldn't agree on. So oh, absolutely. I mean, we're hell, all there's human. We're all different. I, I tell you what, there's there's uh, friends of mine that are very hardcore uh, Christian conservatives that no longer speak to me because I don't fit into that category. Yeah, I do lean a little more to the right. However, there's a lot on the left that I, I tend to agree with. And uh, well, it, it really dry, it, it confuses people. And it's it's kind of fun, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, uh, it shows. But politics is not what makes the person. The fact that somebody's exactly. more liberal, more conservative, more whatever, 
we're all individual human beings and that is what we should ultimately, well, it's kind of like what you were saying, um, Larry, as far as like, there's always going to be the nuances. So what is, what is really the most important thing? Like I grew up very conservative, very conservative Christian, you know, thank God for the parents that I have that like, they raised me with really good values and instilled in me really good things. There are things that obviously we don't agree on now because I'm definitely more liberal in many aspects, but it's the fact that we still can get along. We can still, I still love them. They're still my parents. I might not agree with everything, but I guess where I'm going with this is that I know there is a point in time that I can look back at and I can look at, you know, certain individuals and be like, well, I'm not a Christian. I'm not conservative. So I'm going to get, they're going to snub their nose at me. And that's not right either, you know, because we are, the, the fact that we all have our own brain and we all think differently and the fact that we can come together and there's always going to be things. It, no two people are alike. Even sure. my, I have, I have uh, cousins that are identical twins. They're identical in a lot of their features to which, you know, they're, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> they're probably, sorry. I'm like, how old are they? Okay. Yeah, I have they're those probably moments in their, too. <laughs> they're, they're like in their 40. Well, it just reminds me of how old I'm getting. Um, <laughs> which I'm, yeah. So it's like, they're even in their like forties now and they still, I still have a hard time telling them apart and I've grown up with them, but I can tell them apart by their mannerisms, by the different things I, that I they like. You, say, you just bring up a Fox news logo and the one that growls, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Guys, I, I love you. Thank you very Thank much you for very having much. me Thank on. You, and, um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, Pack it in. Uh, tomorrow's going to be another yeah. long day. And uh, no, let me just say, thus sendeth the sermon. Thank you again for having me on as a guest. Thank you so much. Um, you, guys, definitely follow Larry. Follow Larry on Twitter. Um, and also, I definitely want to get a shout out uh, to the new game. And I'll let you give that shout, shout out. Remastered. Yes. So definitely check it out, Night Dive Studios, and it's on Steam and available. Um, actually, Night Dive Twitch was GOG. doing it last night. Um, and uh, yep. I, my understanding is that uh, if I do if I do my job right tomorrow, it goes on to the humble store as well. So yes, oh fantastic! Coming out, thank coming you, out Larry, on by the it. end of the year. So so again, thank you very much for this, and um, yes, have a good night, guys. You, you have too, a great man. night, Larry. Uh, next, next time I come on, Jewish comedy. Uh, I'll, I'll yes. tell it all my yes. jokes. That's awesome. Thank you Cheers. so much, Larry. I appreciate it. Cheers. Wow. That was awesome. It definitely went longer. And for all of you guys tuning in and listening to this, the VOD will be Thank up on Twitch. It. And yes. I will also, um, for I will probably split it up into two uh, different podcasts just because it's a long one, but it's a yeah. very needed one. Um, and thank you to everybody that tuned in and everybody that you know commented and um actually i did want to uh say this real quick uh uh, sd scott um i appreciate your comments a lot and you have a lot of really good points you know should we should we tolerate the destroying of some lives 
because more lives aren't destroyed, you know, and it's, I, you know, honestly, you know, it, a lot of it comes to philosophical conversations, which actually here pretty soon, we will have a friend of mine, Corey, uh, from Ireland on, um, and he, he was an archaeologist. He also does a lot with philosophy and everything. And that's one thing we talk about is how, like, hum we as human beings are ever evolving and we are ever learning. Like, being ing as in the verb, not in the noun, because that's the, that's the human condition. Like, we never stop. We never stop learning. And um, I was going to mention, you know, he mentioned about Pol Pot in the 1970s in Cambodia and the Cambodian um, genocide. And one thing that I did want to mention, and this goes along with cancel culture real quick, is if we look at history and we try to take the things out of history that we don't like, mm -hmm. we try to cancel them, we will be doomed to have the same mistakes over again. Uh, Popot tried to take it back to zero and you know right. start over. We are going to start we, over we, from here, and yeah, we and we it can't. Did not end well. No. No, and and unfortunately, if that is, it seems to me to be a trend that is going to continue, and it's a very dangerous and slippery slope that could potentially. Um, lead us down a path to events that we don't want to see in our lifetime. Okay? Absolutely. And, and, and for everybody that is tuned in, please understand these conversations that we have are not designed to offend or to oppress no. or any of that bullshit. We are here to simply educate and sometimes entertain. Well, uh, yes. <laughs> you know, um, we are people who are able to have different point of views and come together in a civil fashion and have that respect and that common ground understanding and know that just because we don't agree doesn't make the other person horrible. And, and it doesn't make them our really, enemy. Exactly. And that is a lesson that really needs to be retaught in our society. Uh, respect is something that I feel has gone to the wayside and it really needs to be uh, reinstilled uh, in, in all of our people on both sides. Absolutely. And Scott, you are very, very right. Spot when we cancel on. the parts of the story that makes us uncomfortable, we also eliminate some of the context of the story. And Larry actually hit the nail on the head with that one too. You know, you, you, you have to look at the context. You, you can pick and choose what you want. You can, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, that's exactly it, you know. If, if we want to cancel one part of history, well, right. then we got to cancel another. And before you know it, it's just like, if we're only we're highlighting the things in life and in this world that are happy-go-lucky, that we agree with, that fit inside our own echo chamber, yes. then we're doomed. We because you're missing out on so much more. Yep. Because you're... You, there's there's that age-old saying that history repeats itself. Well, why does history repeat itself? Because we choose to keep only that which is good and that which makes exactly. us feel happy. And we don't want to talk about the uncomfortable things. Believe me, 
I, the way I grew up was, you know, if, if it wasn't great, if it was uncomfortable, I didn't want to talk about it. If, if it, and I still struggle with that to this day that I, I make myself and I remind myself that we need, you know, Red, you and I have mentioned this on uh, hashtag the more, you know, you know, we need to talk about the things that make us uncomfortable sometimes. You know what we do. And, uh, it, it, it is something that we can't uh, get away from folks. Um, there, there, there are, um, for, for lack of better words, shitty things uh, in our nation's history. There are dark times in our nation's history. Does that make us infallible? No. Does that make us perfect? Does that make us horrible people? It does not. To try to sit and blame uh, people today for the actions of yesterday it's kind of ludicrous, all right. Right. Back to the mat. The fact of the matter is, people is we do have a dark history in our in our in our country, but those of us who are alive today are not responsible for those past actions. We need to drop all the all the barriers and all the bullshit and come together as one people. All right. The, the, this is getting old. The, this animosity, this fighting, it, it's done. It's played out. Right. It's just, in the words of, George, of, the, of the late George Carlin, it's all bullshit and it's bad for you. <laughs> exactly. Well, and, and the thing <laughs> I, is, too, is that we forget so many times that, I mean, it, especially, you know, and I'll, hear, I'll use the U.S. as an example. I mean, I talk to people in the U.K. I talk to people all over the world. And I appreciate the experience to be able to do that because it helps me understand right what's going on because a lot of times here in America, we get so caught up on only what's happening in America and forget that we are one small part of right. an entirely big picture, which is the world. Um, and that everything will affect it. But where I'm going with that is that here in America, at least politically, and it's spreading to even more than just politically, it, it's, it's right versus left, Republican versus Democrat. And what we need to do is get back to the basics. Like I would hear people say that when I was younger and I'm like, oh, that, that sounds so dumb, but it's so true. What really matters? What, you know, and, and because you have a differing opinion from me, whether it's political, social, economic, religious, whatever, if you have a differing opinion from me, that doesn't make you an enemy. Right. It, it It's not the us versus them. Um, right. And that's what we need to get back to. And that's why we have conversations like this. That's why we yes. have discourse like this. Um, because that's the only way that real effective change is going to happen. It, you know, is if we can exactly. come together and have these hard conversations little by little do i think having an hour or two hour long podcast is going to change the entire world overnight absolutely not but we change it one life at a time one conversation at a time one discussion at a time exactly and um you know folks uh as we come to wrapping this up i, I want to throw a shout out to beyond barriers uh the, our website is www.beyondbarriersusa.org and you can find links to these podcasts uh, uh, 
all, all the ones we've done for Coffee and Conversation, hashtag The More You Know, and the Beyond Barriers podcast. Um, they are wonderful, wonderful uh, tools to get into the minds of, of who we are at Beyond Barriers and what we try to do. The, the website Absolutely. is very easy to navigate. There's a contact tab. There's a media tab, articles. There's news stories. Uh, if you click on the team, you can read through who we are um, and a little bit of our stories. Um, there's also a donate tab. Now I get it, folks. Uh, life is tough right now. The pandemic has made damn sure of that, right? Right. But any donation that you are able and willing to give, uh, it is tax deductible under the 501c3 tax code. Now, what does that mean? A lot of mumbo jumbo. Yeah, I get it. But what that means for you is that you get to write off that donation on your taxes. So essentially, you're getting that money back. Um, we would appreciate and any likes, follows, shares, etc. on social media that just expands our audience um, we want to continue to bring you this programming we want to be able to expand this programming to do even more um, we Absolutely. love being able to interact with all of you it is such an amazing experience that I, I can't begin to fathom or excuse me can't begin to even uh, adequately express right um, you can also find us on anchor fm uh, anchor.fm rather um, uh, you can also uh, subscribe there as well. I believe it starts as low as 99 cents a month and goes up to $5 a month. I mean, that's, that's a pretty reasonable price. It's, it's, it's much like a Patreon, but you know, yeah, it's, it's strictly so. for all the podcasts. And with that, you get all the beyond barriers podcasts. Um, yeah. We try to do at least uh, two episodes of that a month. Um, it is run <laughs> by myself and Jeff scoop, uh, another former extremist. Um, and the founder beyond barriers. And, um, so you'll also have that you'll have these. And, um, if anybody is interested in more information or want to know, you know, cause, cause we also understand that you times are tough. Not everybody can financially Absolutely. give, Absolutely. but even giving of your time, um, and stuff like that. So, uh, feel free. You can email us at info at beyond barriersusa.org. I'll put it up in the chat. Uh, also, you know, beyond barriers, and I don't always touch on this, and I appreciate you putting the plug in there, um, Red, for it. Beyond barriers, you have a lot of organizations out there that strictly are trying to get people to go, come away from extremism, no matter what type that is. But we at Beyond Barriers, yes, we, we want to bring people out of extremism and having been there ourselves. But it's also education, educating yes. the communities not just on the threat of extremism, but having discussions like these so that, Absolutely. you know, we can come together as a extremism. Exactly. Yeah. You know, preventing. So once again, I want to thank everybody for joining in. Um, thank you for Red for once again, having another great coffee and convo. And thank you, Larry Kupperman yes. for joining us again. Absolutely. Um, I, Next week, we will not have an episode, most likely. If something changes, I will put it in the schedule. Um, but we should be back the following week uh, with some more great conversation. And I appreciate every one of you. Um, if you like the content on this channel, uh, please feel free to subscribe to the Twitch. Uh, yeah. Hit that button. To the Beyond Barriers on uh, uh, YouTube. And... Yes. Um, we will see you all later. Any last words, Red? Peace, love, and graham crackers, and just be good to one another.
Absolutely. Be good, everybody. Thank you so much.